A boy who was raised by dragons, can eat fire, and has a flying cat best friend might just be the most fantasy anime thing in any fantasy anime around. We watch Fairy Tale, and we're here to answer the question: Was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Quiet Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host producer at Weeb of All Trades and Fire Eating Wizard, PJ. And me, your super cute guy wizard who can't keep his clothes on, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and newest recruit to the fairy tale guild, Lauren. Hello, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite fairy tale. That is great. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when a parent like when a kid just randomly shares the thing and a parent's like good for you sweetie <laughs> i'm so proud of you good you have a favorite thing <laughs> well apt of you to bring up your favorite fairy tale because we are finishing out fantasy month with fairy tale Yay! so tell me lauren that name mm-hmm. what did you gather what do you think this anime is going to be about i think that this anime takes place in a fairy tale land kind of like in Once Upon a Time, except we're going to stay in the fairy tale land this time. We're going to meet all the classic fairy tale characters, see how they coexist alongside each other, kind of like a Shrek meets Once Upon a Time situation. Ooh, but as an anime. Yeah. Shrek the anime. <laughs> Why do you think the tale is spelled like a tale? Because there's a lot of um, fairy tales with animals in them. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of, you know, animal-centric fairy tales. I like how you say that as if that was at all, uh, like you're like, duh, PJ, as if that was at all implied <laughs> by your prediction. <laughs> Where you 0% covered the discrepancy. Um, Anyway, there will be a lot of... Oh, anyway, she says. No. Sometimes people can spell, PJ. I'm sorry. Uh, This will be animal-centric fairy tales in a fairy tale land in like a Shrek situation. Shrek the anime. Shrek the anime with animals. Well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change? Well, there's no Shrek, so that threw everything out the window. I'm doing it again, and I'm saying that this is another isekai. This is my second one I've predicted. It did not go well last time, and uh, we probably won't see much improvement here. But I think that our blonde woman is our traveler uh, from modern day, and she's being transported back, probably via this magic charm she has in her hand, uh, to a land of fairy tales. And she is the only happy one on the poster, so she has to be our like happy-go-lucky protagonist. The brunette woman underneath her is the knight, because she's wearing armor. She's very honorable. She's very strong. She's very practical. And she does not get any jokes, so she's just very straight-laced the whole time. The dark-haired man, I said, is our moody sad boy. Um, He's all up in his feelings. He can't be bothered to wear clothing, I guess, because he's shirtless. Um, Then the red-haired man is our monk. He can annihilate you with one punch or a kick. Uh, Much more scrappy than the knight. So yeah, two fighters, the sad boy, the protagonist. And then there's a kitty in the middle with wings. And they're so cute. That's where the tail part of fairy tale comes into play because there's like this cat there. Um, And this little guy is going to be our protagonist's guide through the world. So kind of like the Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland, but not a dick. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I like all of those predictions. 
I think we're pretty much gonna see a lot of those tropes, right? Like you've created a situation where this would be a very pitch perfect isekai for us to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be our first isekai of fantasy month. Why not throw it in right at the tail end? Uh, tail <laughs> end. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. So let's see just how true any of this is as we go ahead and watch episodes one and two of Fairy Tale. So stay tuned. All right, we're back and we watched episodes one and two of Fairy Tale. Lauren, tell me, what did you think with your second strikeout on there being a single isekai in Fantasy Month? Yikes, I'm never going to be right when it comes to predicting isekais. This must be my curse. I think this is the most anime anime I've ever watched before. It was a lot of fun, though. I really enjoyed myself. I really enjoyed ending on a lighter note after all of the darkness that we traversed through in the middle of the month. It was definitely somewhat purposeful. It also fits into my, you know, uh, episode ordering convention. Mm -hmm. But I definitely was like, well... uh, you know, after everything I've put you through this month, I needed to like border it with like very wholesome things and middle it with like the best one, the best wholesomeness, which is just Boji smile. But oh. uh, this is also just uh, a very delightful romp. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I had a really fun time. This anime has such a specific type of early 2000s humor. Mm. Like, the essence of this anime, I knew in, like, real people, which is insane. So it was very, (laughs) I've never seen it, and I've always wanted to, I just never, like, sat down to do it. Mm -hmm. But it it was very nostalgic for something I've never watched before. I agree. Well, let's see if it is early 2000s by going to some housekeeping. Ooh. So Fairy Tale is based on the manga by Hiro Mashima that ran in Weekly Shonen Magazine from August 2006 to July 2017 for 63 total volumes. There are eight manga spinoffs, Fairy Tale Zero, Fairy Tale Ice Trail, Fairy Tale Blue Mistral, Fairy Girls, Fairy Tale Gaiden, Fairy Tale Habby's Heroic Adventure, Fairy Tale City Hero, and Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest, which is an actual sequel to the series. Wow. The anime was directed by Shinji Ishihara and produced by A1 Pictures, along with various other production companies over its lifetime, on TXN for 328 total episodes. However, that's a bit of a no-nuanced look at the series, as if you were looking at it, Fairy Tale is actually more of a three-part series, with mm. the first series running for seasons one through six, which is 265 episodes, Whew. the second series running ostensibly seasons seven through eight for 63 episodes, and the final series being considered season nine, which was 51 episodes. Okay. The series is a whole though aired from october 2009 to december 2019 there were two films fairy tale phoenix priestess and fairy tale dragon cry that released in 2012 and 2017 respectively along with all this there were also nine ovas six video games and an internet radio program with that let's jump into episode one and two lucy heartphilia a celestial wizard who wants to join the fairy tale wizards guild is nearly hypnotized by a flirtatious wizard named salamander into becoming one of his admirers she is inadvertently saved when natsu dragneel and his cat-like partner happy approach him mistaking salamander for igneal a fire dragon that they are searching for although lucy buys the two travelers of mila's thanks they feel indebted and promise to properly repay her later salamander tells lucy that he is a member of fairy tale and invites her to a yacht party in exchange for membership intending to smuggle her and other young girls he has kidnapped natsu and happy rescue lucy again and expose salamander as an imposter named bora natsu defeats bora with his dragon slayer magic revealing himself to be the real salamander and unwittingly destroying the port in the process he then invites lucy to join fairy tale which 
which she happily accepts as they flee from the intervening army. Back at Fairy Tale, Natsu and Happy bring Lucy to the Guild Hall in Magnolia, where she officially joins the Guild. Lucy overhears the young boy Romeo Conbolt arguing with the Guildmaster Makarov Dreyar over the disappearance of his father, Macau. Sympathizing with Romeo due to the disappearance of Igniel, his own father-like figure, Natsu sets out to find Macau himself, with Lucy and Happy accompanying him. The three encounter a monkey-like Vulcan monster that kidnaps Lucy. Natsu follows the Vulcan to its cave, but is thrown outside into a crevice. Lucy summons her bull celestial spirit, Taurus, to fight the Vulcan, but Natsu re-enters the cave and knocks out Taurus, whom he mistakes for another monster. Natsu defeats the Vulcan and discovers it to be Makau, who had been possessed by the monster. After Makau is healed, Natsu, Lucy, and Happy reunite him with Romeo, and that's episodes one and two of Fairy Tale. Woo! A lot happened in the first two episodes, but they always do, right? With fantasy worlds, you want to have build everything up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I honestly feel like this is probably the least amount of exposition we've ever gotten in two episodes. Like it flows you, really well. If, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say like normally it's a lot of like the first episode is just like let us tell you the entire history of this world. And then the second episode is like, all right, adventure one begins. But this one was just like, yeah, she wants to join the fairy tale guild. There's this guy who's trying to kidnap women and traffic them. Yay. Natsu oh saves God. her. <laughs> and then an adventure just happens. Casually. <laughs> I was watching it like on the ship and then all the girls were asleep. I was like, is this trafficking? Oh, my God. He's you a really right. bad guy. Yeah. Salamander's such a dick. Well, not Salamander. Not Natsu actually. Is Salamander. Fake Salamander. Fake Natsu Salamander. Is Salamander. Faux Salamander. His name is Bora. Yeah. Because he's such a bore. No, he's not. He's a bad person. We don't like <laughs> him. No, yeah. You know, I don't need a pity laugh. It wasn't a good joke. I know it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so back earlier, what I was talking about. Um, yeah, this just feels so nostalgic and mm-hmm. it's very fun and it's very go with the flow. You feel like you're standing next to Lucy and you're just being kind of pulled from like one episode to the next. Like it's very like, cool, Fast let's pace. see where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know, holding your hat to the top of your head because like you're running so fast. Yeah. Why are you wearing a hat? Why uh, do you not have a hat? Sun damage, PJ. Skin cancer is a thing, PJ. You know, it's something like most white people will get like even like a mild form of skin cancer at some point in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we have to wear hats. Statistics. My melanin and I would never understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes hats are for fashion. For me and Skylar, it's for safety. Fun fact, you guys, your eyes can get sunburned, especially the back of them. Sunglasses are important. But anyway, enough about sun safety. <laughs> no, no, no. There's never enough about sun safety. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tell me, Lauren, you said that this is probably the most anime anime you've seen. Tell me what you meant by mm-hmm. that. This, from the outside looking in, this is what I expected all anime to be. This very fast paced, very stylized, very everyone's yelling all the time type of thing. But it's not. I now know that anime is completely its own genre of entertainment and everyone will find something that they like because they're all so stylistically different. All right, that's it, guys. We can wrap up the podcast. Lord has figured out what anime is. Ooh, it's been nice. Um, that was the point of this whole thing? Was to teach me what anime is? You know- <laughs> the journey was for you to learn what anime was. Right. Completed- it was your hero's journey. Full circle. Good. Wow, I made it only through you like were- two months. A full-fledged weeb. Now, it hasn't only been two months. It feels it is like it's been years. Deadass? 
the end of March. So then it'll be oh the three months. Three then. months plus you did the entirety of Detective Month and several oh, episodes did. in between that. Okay, so I'm not crazy. So no, going you're on, not. I mean, I was talking as like the the perma host, but and I've always been the bad perma at math. host sounds like a horror movie, <laughs> and I'm down for that. Explain should be to our... me what the perma host is. I cannot imagine this is the idea of title of a horror movie. Okay, a horror anime. <laughs> I cannot imagine this is a. I can't imagine the perma host as a concept period explain it to me oh yeah so the perma host is basically a parasite that takes over your body and there is no cure for it they're just there permanently so we're just talking about parasite the maxim no it's gonna this just parasite absorb the maxim everyone until you're bigger and bigger and then eventually it'll engulf the whole state all the oceans oh all the so countries just, and then the earth so this is just that creepypasta the day of blood i've not read oh it. my god i'm gonna read you guys the day of blood right now i'm sorry fairy tale you can wait <laughs> Oh, poor fairy tale. This is the story of a day where there was all this blood. A man was walking around and blood started coming out of him everywhere. There was so much blood that it filled up an elevator. He went to the store and there was just blood all over the place. People were slipping in it and then they were all grossed out. He tried to go swimming and all of the sharks went nuts and bit into everybody. He got chased by all the vampires ever. One time, the blood got a kid and a dog. At the end of the day, everyone decided they would send him to space so that he would stop getting blood everywhere. The scariest part is that the man was you or he was a lady if you were a lady and you forgot that this happened <laughs> how is that what i said because the blood got everywhere until it started taking over the entire world skylar just like the perma host yeah but it's more like a person becoming An a organism black hole. oh a black hole i did not see the black hole coming. oh see yeah i feel like i feel like we're we're going in so many different directions this would be a very disjointed anime pitch meeting if this is what was <laughs> happening right now i mean but we like the first one was jointed anyway uh, I'd say the first one Double was very jointed. jointed. <laughs> but back to fairy tale. Yes. Obviously, I kind of agree, right? Like, fairy tale is like a very prototypical shonen, but I don't think that's like a bad thing. No, 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 no. I still very much enjoyed myself. I think it was a really great anime. It as As I was watching it, I remember thinking, this is what I expected all anime to be when I first started this journey. When people make fun of anime, especially like in TV shows and stuff, mm-hmm. it's this type of shit that they show. Always. I mean, it's like, like nine the- times out of ten, it's Dragon Ball Z. Well, okay. Um, but it's always like, because the faces, they always have like the big, like exaggerated chibi faces and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I love it. I love that shit. It's good. It was it was really funny. I was laughing and it was really hard to laugh because I was in a room where everyone was watching horror movies all day. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so shit would be happening and I'm just like giggling and they're like, are you a psychopath? No, I'm watching fairy tale. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of see what you mean though. Like, right, mm-hmm. like everything about this show is, but I think it's also partly because of the success of shows like this, right? Like fairy tale falls into its genre very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While I, I think mean- being like slightly different, right? What I like about a show like fairy tale and I've talked about this so many times, is I love when a show has a complex magic system. So mm-hmm. I love that every wizard basically has their own form of magic. That was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that a lot. I felt very seen when she cast her spell and 
called Aquarius because I am an Aquarius. Can I say so, I do love that, cool. that even if she is a wizard and has the keys to summon these creatures, mm-hmm. they don't have to obey her. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is very like Pokemon s where it's like you don't have the je- you don't have enough badges to trade me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's great though because because uh, hers is called what celestial magic. Yeah, That's what Baro said. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like it because that means she does have to form a bond with someone. And that is like, it takes work. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like it. I like it a whole bunch. It's yeah, really cute. I like uh, that. And, you know, like PJ was saying, they're not beholden to her where <laughs> the Aquarius was like, never talk to me again. And then the bull that she summoned, it was Taurus. <laughs> yeah. Second episode just horny was just for her. horny for her. I was like, this is so funny each of I, them have such a different personality I love the clock one <laughs> the clock was so i like funny. that she summoned the clock literally just to hide inside just of to it hide. was so cold yes <laughs> and i love the way he would narrate everything that she was saying yes like, oh lucy says this tearfully as she's being kidnapped <laughs> oh so funny i loved the clock i thought that was so great yeah, but I think my favorite is Aquarius just being like, I've got a hot date. I don't want to fucking be here. Don't like, fucking call me again. If you I call me again, I will straight up kill you. I like that she Wreck was mad that she dropped the keys. Like, she didn't drop them. They were, like, yanked from her and thrown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if anything, if you're a type of person that doesn't want to work, wouldn't that be great if, like, you're put into a situation where the wielder can't call upon you? Fucking tsundere ass. Fucking Aquarius. I want you to summon me anyways, Baka. Baka. (laughs) It's a step closer to the tsundere sharks. There you go. But yeah, I also love yeah. So we get into that first episode. It's very it's a very good way of introducing us to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how magic works in this world and like the idea of also of like illegal magics, the fact that like charm spells and stuff like that aren't allowed to be used for understandable reasons. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the regulations. I've yeah. always liked the idea of that stuff because I do sometimes think about like God, magic is it would be so easy to manipulate. Yeah. Yeah, and um, abuse. Something like a charm spell alone is like, all right, this is basically rape, but okay. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you get into a lot of those tricky areas. So I do like that. It's like, yeah, no, this is straight up illegal. Um, well, as it should be. I mean, that's why, like, there's a lot of, um, like, in real world, <laughs> if you're, like, the type of witch that practices, like, love spells and stuff, like, it's, like, a really thin line between, like, taking away consent from someone and a lot of people disagree with that type of magic Mm. like you can do like love attraction spells but once you get into like personalized love spells on a person it kind of gets into the darker side of everything and it's not great yeah i understand (laughs) that's tricky it's It's (laughs) not where i was going but there we are but so yeah, I mean, you have a very good setup to the world. You know, you have the understanding that the fairy tale guild is like this very powerful guild. But mm-hmm. you know, you also learn in episode two that they're very much like the kind of the the thorn in the side to like the the everyone magic else. Yes. scene. And even though, but it's mostly just because like they're so lit. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so cool. Yeah, they're so good at what they do. I do love the um the one wizard who's <laughs> like a swimsuit model. That was funny. Well, she's oh, not like even Mary a wizard. Jane. She's kind yeah. of like 
a mascot. A mascot almost for the guild. Good for like, her. Like she is a wizard, obviously, but like she's like, you know, she's just like their tavern keep and stuff. Like, you know, it's very covered that she's like there, but not one of the members going out on like, like the adventurers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do like that you get her centerfold shots. <laughs> that was so great. And she's so nice. I liked her too. A lot of great characters in this. I really liked um, Natsu and how he just got so motion sick all the time. Yeah, that is a fun little detail. <gasps> no, I love uh, I love when she calls him out when Happy is flying with him. And she's like, oh, you don't get sick when like Happy is transporting you? And he's like, Happy is my friend. Happy is not <laughs> transportation. Honestly, offensive <laughs> that you would think of him as transportation. He's my friend. I also really enjoy how much Lucy despises Happy and how she's just complaining about him the whole time. So funny. I love Happy. Happy's so cute. Oh, he's adorable. Yeah. I think so. Obviously, um, in that episode two, in that guild hall scene, you get to meet a very large variety of characters mm-hmm. from the guild. And obviously, some of them are just so funny. Like, you have, you know, like Gray, your. Who's my favorite? He's the man that can't keep his clothes cannot on. Cannot keep his clothes yeah, on. Yeah, you have Gray Fullbuster. I mean, obviously, the important characters to me are Gray Fullbuster, Ezra Scarlet and uh macarov mm. um and obviously you meet all the other characters of the uh, most of the other important characters of the hall you, you yeah mira jane strauss you you meet um pretty much everyone else honestly that is mm-hmm. important to the guild at this point in the storyline because again this is several hundred episodes <laughs> yeah there's a, a lot that goes into this anime and the sequels and the sequels on sequels this anime definitely feels like it's adhd friendly in what way like it seems like there's a lot going on and it's going at a fast enough pace that'll hold your attention. And you look down and get distracted. It doesn't seem like you'll miss too, too much. Sure. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but that's true. Good for them. <laughs> but, you know, obviously you have some very funny moments in that guild hall scene mm-hmm. where, you know, they're all just going at each other and just throwing a fit. I do like seeing things like where Urza is like, see, this is why I don't uh, date guild members they're all such boys such babies oh <laughs> <laughs> the amount of alcohol she put away good Ugh, honestly good for her i can't i can't drink that much i'm a lightweight because i have epilepsy and i take medication um i'm like technically a lightweight because like mixing with the uh mixing alcohol with my medication just gets me drunk like a lot faster which is like oh, sure great in the sense of i don't have to pay very much but i can never win like a drinking competition how often do you get into drinking competitions skylar well okay so when you're in college and you're at a college party the way you say that is like when a man loves a woman (laughs) (laughs) when you're in college and you're pick me skylar college is one thing me in college but yeah, I mean, it is neither here nor there, but drinking competitions are a big part of a lot of college experiences, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. In college, drinking is very much its own, I think its own thing. It's its own experience. You have to you have to drink in college. It's part of it. You know what I do <laughs> love, um, going back to the episode, is just the entire second episode is very sweet because it, it, it immediately gives you more of an insight into Natsu as a character, right? Like he is very, yeah. he is very like morals driven. Like he has a very sense, he has a strong sense of like righteousness and right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it also shows like kind of the failings of sometimes our 
leaders like where like you know Makarov is very like oh I don't know we should send somebody because you know if we do then uh Macau is gonna be embarrassed essentially that we sent somebody but it's like no you need to send somebody yeah no it's been too long you need to go find him Mail and then pride. Natsu going there and I do like that Macau and it makes sense though because Macau is clearly so strong and but I love that the reason that Macau was out there is because his son was being bullied for his mm-hmm. dad's uh, occupation essentially yeah but Aww. the fact that you know the the gorilla was giving so much trouble to even like Natsu like it was such a powerful enemy and then at the end it's like oh yeah no he fought 10 of them and he defeated not oh he defeated he fought 20 of them and he fought 19 and just the 20th finally got him Mm -hmm. yeah no he is a very good adventurer and a very good fighter he just got bested by the best of them not even he's just worn down overwhelmed but you know you have so many fun moments in that scene i think my favorite though obviously is the interaction with taurus just like (laughs) being such a total dude bro i will say i i feel like uh here's a great point to bring it in we did watch this in the dub because i personally do think the fairy tale dub is like really really good mm-hmm. it was very good and the the voice for taurus is obviously hilarious because <laughs> he's such a he's such a total like macho man like kind of scummy and it, and it works perfectly because he's so strong and beefy for them not to just come in and take him out in like one hit and he's like i'm dead i died it was so much lead up for nothing i mean not for nothing but yeah he had such this strong game and then was annihilated instantly. It was yeah. so funny. Natsu's so cool. He's also ripped. Oh, yeah. He is, like, really ripped. I mean, <laughs> everyone's really ripped. They are, ostensibly, some of the best fighters. Wizards. and wi- Because, I mean, I don't, you know, at no point is any wizard in the show just, like, just people standing across from each other throwing magic at each other. Even, like, yeah. the mm. worst wizards, like Bora, who's using, like, synthetic stuff and whatnot, is in the Moving action. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even, like, even someone like Lucy, who is a celestial wizard, has to be, you know, get to run away from people and be in the nitty gritty and what. Yeah. Yeah. Much more physical than Harry Potter led me to believe. I mean, with Harry Potter, there's a lot of like wand waving. That could be That's an arm workout. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine getting like a really bad like hand cramp in the middle of a spell? I literally, I, I thought you were going to say imagine getting a really bad hand job from a wizard. <laughs> They just keep swishing and flicking your penis. <laughs> it's step oh, no. It's just like spells. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. No big news this week. Just as always, a big thank you for listening. If you're craving more kawaii disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Alongside this episode, we have released our March Kawaii Desu Wrap-Up, where we talk about our favorite things for the month, answer patron-submitted questions, and announce the next month's theme and episodes. So if you're excited to hear what's in store for next month, want to ask a question for next month's wrap-up, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content we've released or have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh, and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Brad the Bard, Rebelin and Isekai, and Jellums. And finally, our newest patron, joining as our first Kawaii Desu patron, our $3 tier, Eliza L. 
you're all pretty kawaii desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at kawaiidesupod, or go to kawaiidesupod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we kick off April with a new theme. Stay tuned on our social media tomorrow for the lineup announcement, or subscribe to our Patreon if you're just dying to find out right now. Now, back to the podcast. The bond between like not so unhappy is like very wholesome. Like they're clearly like best friends. Mm-hmm, Lucy mm-hmm. fits into the group very quickly. She yes. is a strong, independent woman. She's fiery. I really like her. I do like it at the very beginning. She tries to use her like you know feminine her, wild. her feminine wiles, specifically yeah. her large breasts, to <laughs> uh, to try to get a discount on that on the key at the first shop, and then she leaves. And he's and she's like, "That wasn't even fair. If that's a discount, like, geez, Louise, this guy's ripping people off." <laughs> so often, like characters like Lucy can be so annoying and she's not she's really fun well and they're also usually pretty useless and defenseless like they're usually like the character that you have to protect and save mm-hmm. but she's not you know she's very also just not. a very capable wizard yeah who's just still just newer to this everyone else is just very good right yeah and she's not she's not annoying no i enjoyed her thoroughly throughout yeah i i like lucy i like everyone i don't think there's a single character i disliked in this at least the first two episodes. I really like the colors that happen when they are doing their spell casting. It's really mm. cute. Like, <laughs> it's not cute. It's very kawaii. <laughs> it's very kawaii. I think it's so cute. Um, there's multiple colors. No, I think it was just really cool. And it's like a good way to be like, all right, we're using powers now. But like, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, very much so. It is interesting that the entire premise of the first episode is these terrible wizards are literally going to traffic these girls. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so... I mean, it wasn't... And also, Ed had not to not come and save them. Like, that's what would have happened. Yeah. It was... That was it. Ugh. They were very capable wizards. I mean, they were, like, frauds, right? Ultimately, or I guess not frauds, but criminals. But they were very good at what they did because everyone on that boat was incapacitated. I do like that um, his charm spell is so strong that anyone that didn't like him, all the other women would get like physically Defensive. violent with. Yes. Right. Oh, like when they creepy. were beating up Natsu. Hell yeah. Beat that man up. <laughs> no, don't beat him up. Poor mm, Natsu. Sometimes it's okay to beat men up. It's fine. Not Natsu. He's just looking for his dad. Leave him his below. dragon dad. His dragon dad. His dragon daddy. Um, Not his dragon daddy, Skylar. <laughs> I didn't say daddy. You, you I said did. Dragon daddy. You actively said daddy. You said daddy. No, I know. I said dragon daddy. Not dragon daddy. <laughs> it is different. terrible that society has ruined the phrase daddy. 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 Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, that Except was just a daddy. thing that daughters would call their fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if I heard a, a little girl call her dad daddy, I would like have like a small shudder in my heart, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God. At that call instant, CBS. In a, instant panic. <laughs> I, and I mean, we even have friends that like their children call them daddy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always have that moment of like, daddy. <laughs> yeah, there's always that pause of, wait, 
Oh, wait, they're like six. <laughs> they have no idea. So PJ, would you, you would know this because you're up on the memes. The and you're memes? one of the, <laughs> you're one of the youths. <laughs> so basically, I heard the, the wow meme. In this, is this where it started? Yes, the wow sound effect is from Fairy Tale. Ah, okay, okay. An origin story. An origin story. <laughs> well, because I hear like in a lot of like anime content and jokes and stuff, I hear that wow like mm-hmm. noise a lot. It is legitimately such a big. It became such a big thing in the meme community. Uh, but obviously, again, it's because Fairy Tale is a, an insanely popular anime mm-hmm. that ran for mm-hmm. such a long time. So it has a lot of, uh, has, you know, cultural Followers. significance to the anime community. But it, yeah. does, it. But I think the sound became big in the anime community, and then obviously, as a lot of things do, it just kind of grows into and develops a life of its own. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about just the, also the amount of like anime audios that pop up on TikTok that start in the anime community that then kind of grow into their own thing because like a trend builds around them like right now there's this big trend with uh jojo sound which is uh all of the joe stars well all of the jojos throughout the series saying saying the jojo no kimi no boken eyes of heaven like you know the iconic like jojo line and it's gotten to the point where at first I was like cool this is just a lot of people you know doing the Jojo poses and now I'm like cool this is just hot girls who who are doing these poses and I'm flexible well I like and also part of it I'm like a they're only half doing the poses and b like not in a like oh these women haven't seen Jojo because I haven't seen all of Jojo but in a like oh I legitimately know these people haven't seen Jojo they're just doing the trend mm-hmm. of the TikTok you know it's very interesting seeing something be so tied to a series become mainstream because you're like oh I don't even know if these people know where this is from you know type of thing and that's what happened with the wow sound effect I'd say I'd say Everyone that is on the internet, even a little, has probably heard the sound effect at some point. And the fact that most people would probably never know it's from fairy tale. Yeah. And now Skylar knows. And now I know an origin tale. The more. Oh. <laughs> do you want to hear something really embarrassing that has to do with TikTok that happened today? Always. So my coworker kept making the she noise, and I was just like, I like did it back to them, and I went. Oh. <laughs> we're so fucking old. And then our other coworker walked in. They're like, we're old. What's happening? And then both me and that coworker went, she at the same time. And he's like, I don't know what that means. I was like, it's something the youth does. And I was like, oh, God, that's how I know I'm really fucking old. Because I keep calling them the youth. Because I started <laughs> ironically calling them the youth. But they are the youth. And I'm 31. So here we are. She. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what oh I said to God. said yesterday, but at one point I said something and looked at Lauren while I said it, where I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like, I at least, oh, uh, where I was talking about stuff I do uh, in a week, like you know the amount of hours I work, plus like working on the podcast, all this stuff." And someone was like, mm-hmm. "You're gonna overwork yourself," and I was like, "I I know I will eventually, but right now I'm still young. I can still get this done. I'm not 30 yet." And I looked straight at Lauren when I said it. <laughs> 
you yeah, know what, it Lauren? Was great. It's I okay. Really loved it. PJ hurt his neck the other day. Like, and you an know old what? Person. It went away after a day, like a young person. Yeah, no. no. And I, it would have been like two hours if it was a young person. Well, no, I've got it... a baby, but I'm still not thirty. <laughs> That's all I've got going for me at this point. You got your days are numbered. My days are numbered because literally. literally everyone just keeps aging. Everyone's they die. days are numbered. This is nice. <laughs> mortality will. <laughs> mortality is an ever constant presence in the life of people. All around me are familiar faces. <laughs> Worn out, out places. places. I'm so old. Uh, speaking of uh, songs that make us grapple with mortality, <laughs> let's talk about the music of Fairy Tale. Where none of the songs make me grapple with mortality. No, they don't. They didn't make me grapple with it. So let's talk about those songs. So let's talk about our OP first. Our OP is Snow Fairy by Funkist. Lauren, tell me, what did you think of that OP? I thought it was super fun. It was a great way to intro all of the characters. And I think that the visuals and the the high energy music were very well matched. I had a good time. Yeah, I absolutely love this OP. I think mm-hmm. in general, it's it's considered one of the better fairy tale OPs. And that's, you know, hard to do because fairy tale all told, I think, has 26 OPs and 26 EDs. <gasps> yes, it does. <laughs> God, uh, I mean, I, it, ra- it runs for, you know, so many, ep- like, 328 episodes, and it changes oh, the yeah. OP, like, I think every, like, 10 to 15, essentially. It Oof, doesn't do yeah. it per season. It is pretty consistently changing. Had it not been literally 26, I probably would have done one of our, like, all right, we're going to rank the OPs. But I was like, there's literally too many. There are so many. <laughs> it it's would not be like a whole Inuyasha. episode onto itself. <laughs> maybe we'll do that one day as a bonus or something (laughs) but that said it is very good i really like this op i think even in the community of fairy tale fans this one is looked back on some of the most fondly and i only Mm. say that because i i have heard this op a million times in the like guess the anime op like and you know famous anime op type videos because Mm -hmm. it is really good and you know that oh yeah really gets you oh Oh, yeah yeah. that gets you pumping you know it sure does i agree it's really fun i've heard the song a whole bunch it's nice to have the context to it kind of like the wow noise effect origin story a lot of Um, realizations here today well it is important right like fairy tale is a insanely popular anime that honestly i will say is probably it's it's in this weird gray area where it is one of probably the bigger animes of all time while still being not the most famous right like there's plenty of animes that have cultural significance like dragon ball and Mm -hmm. sailor moon and you know one piece and fairy tale is interesting in that it has that same level of significance without the same level of like fandom surrounding it Mm, that makes sense yeah okay and obviously 
saying, just... I'm just saying that fandom exists, but it's oh, not as permeating as something like the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fandom or the One Piece right. fandom. Like you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I always see like fairy tale merch, and I always saw a happy. Um, but I was always like, oh yeah, that one anime that reminds me of One Piece, but like isn't One Piece. <laughs> Scarf Boy. Scarf Boy and Flying Cat. Scarfield. Scar- <laughs> Scarf Boy and Scarfield. <laughs> oh, I just thought that's what their name would be like if there was like a couple. Uh, if, this a was, couple name. if this was Goblin Slayer, his name would be Scarf Scarf Wizard. Scarf Wizard. <laughs> Uh, All right, so let's talk about our ED, though. So our ED is Kanpeki Gunone, which is Complete Loss for Words by Pony Canyon. All right, Lauren, what did you think of that outro? I really liked this one. This is another one of those typical, quote unquote, typical um, anime intro outro songs. Um, I liked the the peaks and valleys and where there were times where it was really crazy fast and other times where it kind of slowed down. Um, but it was very colorful, too. I really I had a fun time. What was it called again? What was the name of it? Um, it's Kampeki Gunone, but that translates into complete loss for words. Okay. Um. Well, Lauren, I am at a complete loss for words. Oh, of how kawaii! No, how cute this <laughs> outro was. Yeah, I mean, again, I so much about fairy tale is very prototypical, but I do yeah. think it again. I think it's a little bit of it is fairy tale is some of the reason why some of it is prototypical. I would say a lot yeah. of these tropes and ideas started way before fairy tale, but I think. Yeah. OP sounds like a, you know, not a generic anime OP, but like Mm -mm. if someone were to make a parody of what anime OP sound like, something like Snow Fairy would probably come out. And if you were to make a parody of what the cutesy anime songs sound like, something like Complete Lost for Words would come out. Mm -hmm. Right. Agreed. It's really cute. I liked it. It was a good time. It's nothing like super special, but like, yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, for sure. It's a good energy match. I'm never a huge fan of, you know, the super hyper bubble pop, super hyper bubble pop kawaii anime OPs or EDs. It's just like not mm. super duper for me. Sure. Yeah. In terms of like replayability, like I like them for what they are and I like them in the moment, but they're never going to be something I add to like a, a playlist, you know? I mm-hmm. like what they represent. Yes, exactly. But I do really like <laughs> Complete Lost for Words. It uh, it definitely does its job of not getting too saccharine sweet, as we've talked about with some of these types of uh, songs before. Right. Yeah, it very much stays more on the poppy instead of the too sweet for me. But thinking about that and how complicated our feelings are towards something like that, ED, why don't we move on to our summit? What modern contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, tell me who you think would have done a good job with Snow Fairy. So I started looking for someone who had 
the a similar vocal to the original artist. The very chill, laid back, almost raspy, but not raspy. Type of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think I found someone who I think could vocally pull it off and has a decent vibe match. I went with uh, Hot Shell Ray, Tonight oh, Tonight. T- yeah, that's a great shoot. Yeah, I like Hotel Ray a little, like, vocally and vibe-wise. I think they're, like, halfway there on both. I don't think they're, like, a solid 100%. match on any of it. But yeah. I do like Hotel Ray for this. Like, I think they could do it, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. With the gun, right? No, <laughs> I don't think this is a gun scenario. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Skylar. She's no, just bringing that anytime, in. No, no, no. Anytime you go, like, that kind of, like, string of words, I'm ready for you to be like, yeah, so if you put, like, a they're gun diff- to their head, There's a difference, right? Right. So I'd say someone like Hacho Ray, uh, I could see this being like something where like this was like the type of music they made in their first like album. No, no, yes, no. It was it's very the type of music Bernie they made music. in like their first album. And then mm-hmm. like by their third album, they make something like Tonight Tonight. Right. I could see yeah. this being something that they could make when it when I say like this is something they would make at gunpoint. It means like there's no reality where this artist would make this song. But okay. if you were to force them to, they could. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So who did you guys pick? Skylar. Uh, okay, so I went with a little band called The Ataris, which was great because like, I haven't listened to them in forever. Mm. But I went specifically with Summer Wind was always our song. I think their voice, like it's a pretty good voice. Yeah, I think this is like really good. I think mm-hmm. it is like four albums later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where they've become way more rocky and the screaming has thrashed his vocal cords. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but it is per- amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, this is perfect. I think they would do a great job. Um, yes, they have a great Boys of Summer cover that I think of like pretty often. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just forgot that they just make other music and I was like, oh yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's it's that vibe. Like it is, yeah. It fits perfect. All right. So for my artist, I went with Less Than Jake. I personally feel like Less Than Jake is a very good vocal match. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do think this song is very ska. So I did go for a ska band. I did specifically go with their song, Look What Happened. I will say, Look What Happened is like a much slower version of this song but yeah i think that's a really great choice i think that they would do this song so well i just like my choice more (laughs) ideally we all kind of like our choice more in a perfect situation (laughs) obviously we have the situations where we do have someone be like oh this is the answer and we're all like fuck we were all wrong but uh except for skylar skylar's usually like "Mm, i'm still right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so but yeah all no, good choices for sure an amazing answer that's it let's move on to our outro which i do think will be a little harder to pin down so mm. let's go with lord who did you pick for complete loss for words keeping the typical kawaii anime outro in mind i ultimately landed on someone i know for a fact we've picked before mostly because skylar has picked them before i know for sure uh i went with aqua uh, lollipop you did i picked toy box there's always toy box i'm always aqua okay I'm sorry. I anyway. love Aqua, but I also love Toy Box. I will say, I, think- I, I, I literally was like, "Don't pick Aqua PJ." It's such a, it's such an easy, it's a very obvious cop out choice. with these you types of songs. Toy Box PJ. <laughs> 
uh, I was like, don't pick Aqua, don't pick Aqua. So I didn't pick Aqua, but I understand why you picked Aqua. I just personally challenged myself not to because I picked them a lot. You never picked them. So this isn't like a, a, a slam on you at all. Right. But I very much was like, don't pick Aqua PJ, don't pick Aqua PJ, don't pick Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was my first pick for Aqua. I couldn't, I couldn't find someone That's who okay. I thought would do better. We all knew. Yeah. Skylar, <laughs> what about you? Okay. So let me tell you about my process. Mm. So a lot of times when I'm trying to figure out music, right, I kind of just pick a vibe and then I type in that vibe and look through playlists. And the playlist I ended up going through is called I'm a hyper pop princess female manipulator cyber bully on God. Wow. And I was like, I, on God. Um. Anyways, this song, it's not a great pick, you guys. It's not a great pick. But it's Kill versus Mame by Grimes. I mean, it's a great song. It's just not a great pick. You remember earlier when we discussed the difference between um, clo- like this isn't super yeah, sound yeah, yeah. versus gunpoint? I think this is a definite gunpoint situation. <laughs> I don't think it's a gunpoint situation. Well, like, I, hear me out. With- Grimes doesn't make positive happy pop ever. Never. Grimes is a hyper pop but like it's always like ironically considering the fact that she um you know was with Sold the out. richest man on earth um uh, it's super it's super like aggressive anti-industrial like almost gothic hyper pop i don't know why i'm trying to defend it like i've already explained at the top of it yeah that like it's and you're not wrong if you try to defend it yeah Oh, but yes, but I think vocally she is amazing, and that's why she could totally uh, be the winner of what Monarch Tourist would do these songs at gunpoint. Unrelated, related. Uh, I did recently go down the rabbit hole of the Reddit threads that were uh, most likely written by Grimes about her relationship with Elon Musk. No, <laughs> that was a wild uh, rabbit hole to go down. I highly recommend you Google that. Unrelated, I went with an artist that I. I uh, I was in a similar like gunpoint uh, uh, kind of situation. I feel like mine is more like if someone did a like slowed down acoustic cover of Complete Loss for Words, it would be the song Good Intentions by Magdalena Bay. I think she's a really good vocal match. Yeah, I think that she would do well with this outro. We all did sure. a great job picking vocal matches. Yeah, it's hard to find. I it's mean, obviously, so we've talked we talk about this every time we do a kawaii every song. Time. Yeah, there's not a ton of American artists doing kawaii esque music. Even if they mm-hmm. do, it's very different, right? Like, I feel like there's plenty of artists that you can kind of pick and choose that have similar vibes. Some someone like Grimes, right, or Aqua, mm-hmm. um, uh, or even like going into like you know Japanese fusion artists like Karakura Bonito. Mm-hmm. But it is hard to find someone that just this exact level of hyper pop. I mean, I will say most American hyper pop artists don't go into high pitch. You know, it's it's so it's, they don't. it's complicated. You get uh, vibe matches and vocal matches, but rarely do they intertwine. And at a certain it's point, the few that do, this, the, yeah, exactly. But the few that do, it's hard to not just repeat them all the time. But that's not yeah. a hint there. I think good choices all around. I liked that we all tried to be a little more varied, uh, and none of us landed on the same artists. Yeah, so love that but that is the end of our music round as we go into a quick break to watch some additional clips some additional context and get lauren's closing thoughts on fairy tales so stay tuned
All right, we're back. We have Lauren Watch, some additional clips, some additional context, some additional fairies, and some additional fairy tales, some additional magic, and all of that. Tell me, Lauren, after all of that, uh, you got to see kind of some of the growth of the show, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of the more serious moments, obviously, in this comedic show, but also just how funny it continues to stay, as well as some of the uh, new characters that get introduced. Just mm -hmm. uh, And even, even with all of that, I pretty much maintained only showing you stuff from the first part of the series, not anything from part two or part three as right. we discussed during the context. Right. So even even beyond this, the show continues to grow. But just based on some of those uh, progressions and funny moments in episode in, in part one, tell me, would you keep watching Fairy Tale? Um, I really enjoy the world that this establishes. I really enjoy all of the characters. <laughs> I love a good trying to find my family again vibe and a found family. And I feel like fairy tale is very much a found family right. situation. So yes, all that to say, I will continue watching fairy tale. Whoop, whoop. Yay! Uh, you absolutely love to see it. Skylar, this, was this your first time watching fairy tale? It was. Would um, you also continue watching fairy tale? Oh yeah. Since I'm done with attack on Titan, I'll definitely dabble in this. Um, just dabble just lightly. Well, yeah. Like if I need something like cute and fun and everything, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a really good pick me up. Um, this would be a good palate cleanser from Attack on Titan. Ooh, as yikes. it was for as it was for our listeners. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was for me. So uh, oh yeah, seriously. Ooh. Um watching because you showed us like a compilation of like funny moments that literally I had seen so many like YouTube poop like anime videos back in the day, and it literally had that exact like energy. Um, you know what's uh this is so unrelated, but you know what's so interesting is that YouTube poop era of comedy uh is so specific and unique and weird. Uh, but and I mean I feel like this is no surprise with who it is. Recently, Doja Cat did a TikTok where she did this trending TikTok audio and pretended she was like this audio, but it's a YouTube poop. <laughs> <laughs> and it was honestly so perfect and i was like i forget that celebrities are like people people <laughs> right yeah. yeah that like uh and especially like grew up watching YouTube. and like grew up watching some of those weird things that we grew up watching right <laughs> uh, but all of those aside, yes uh i'm glad that you liked it skylar i'm glad you liked it lauren mm -hmm. that is a kawaii success in the book tell me lauren did mm -hmm. you end up with a favorite character i did yes it's natsu i He's very competent. I also am very easily motion sick, so I understand his pace. <laughs> so I really yeah. liked him. Natsu's a great character. I always kind of jump between the main four. Like, I love Natsu. I love Lucy. Mm -hmm. I love Urza. Like, uh, I love Gray. I love Happy. Like, it's it's hard to pick someone that I consistently love. Um, you know, we always joke about, like, oh, this gray head character is Dane's, Dane's favorite. favorite. I will say, Dane's favorite is actually Urza because Dane does really like fairy tale a lot mm -hmm. and he has low-key convinced me to make Urza my favorite so I think I will go with <laughs> Urza he'll be so happy uh, what about you Sky okay so my favorite is definitely from what I've seen so far is Gray he's kind of like that dummy that I fucking love and I just mm -hmm. love like his whole shtick is taking his clothes off can't right. get enough of it I love it, it is really funny very funny yeah no in general the cast of characters is very likable in this mm -hmm. show which makes it even easier to continue to watch it absolutely but we already know you're going to continue to watch it that means there's only one other thing that we have to ask the question is it's time for is there an mv for that 
All right, Lauren and Skylar, you know the rules. Give me your songs and artists for Fairy Tale. Lauren, kick us off. I went with a song because Fairy Tale is the like quote unquote outsiders guild. They're a little more rebellious and they just kind of do their own thing. So I went with Renegades by X Ambassadors. I've never heard of this song in my life. You haven't? I just want oh. you to know that. What? I. I love Renegades. But it does exist. So oh, that's well, three points in the book for Lauren. Woohoo! Someone else out there likes it. No, there are several Renegades AMVs for Fairy Tale. There's so multiple. I think that you uh, clearly uh, tapped into something that works in the AMV community. Let's see if Skylar can do the same. Ooh. Okay, this will be out of left field, but I want um, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. <laughs> I believe the song is called Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Man, I Feel Like a Woman. I was like about to be worried that it wasn't going to exist. Give me one Mm -hmm. second. Because uh, the first clip I found, the first result was a collab AMV, which is essentially like where they do multiple animes. And there is uh, some fairy tale representation, but I wouldn't have fully counted that. But there was a separate AMV that did not say what song it was. It was just called The Girls of Fairy Tale. But it is set to Man, I Feel Like a Woman, which means it's Skylar. Gets three points in the book. So my process, I wanted something that would be like funny, right? Ha 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 ha. Anyways, I'm stuck on the voice of Natsu, who's the voice of Bo Ling from Full Metal Alchemist and Mm. the voice of Hikaru from Host Club. And back in the day, I showed my friend how to make AMVs by using Man, I Feel Like a Woman to for Orn Host Club. So I was just like, it's uh, hopefully it's there, but that's the only thing I could think of right now. <laughs> You're like, and it had it nothing to there. do with this anime whatsoever. Uh, the voice actor. But you know what? Those three points still exist regardless. That Yay! means that both of you are at full points, yeah. which means that we might be able to make this a podcast four pointer. Lauren, do you think there is an AMV for Evanescence Bring Me to Life for Fairy Tale? With how long this anime has been going and with how emotional it can get, I say absolutely has to have at least a dozen, if not more. Yes, uh, yeah. you are correct. There are many AMVs for Fairy Tale to Evanescence Bring Me to Life, which brings us to four points. Yay! Four points, wow. a kawaii success in the book. You absolutely love to see it as we wrap up our episode on Fairy Tale. Lauren, as always, thank you for coming on this journey with us again, as you do every week. Thank you for having me. Uh, I hope you had a good time, but more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time. I hope you guys had a fairy time, a tale time, but tale spelled like an animal's tale time. <laughs> <laughs> a dragon inside your stomach time and mm, that sounds bad and a bunch of celestial summons that barely listen to you time but until next time we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment i've been pj i've been skylar i've been lauren and try your best to keep your shirts on mm. bye <laughs> no promises not me <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, bye. bye.